Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, a really good minute break at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're talking about Minute 50. We made it 50 into this movie. Five zero. Five zero. Heck yeah. Uh, this minute starts with Gandalf saying, the line of kings failed, and ends with Gandalf saying, when the shadow of Mordor reaches this city, it will begin. Boom. It's a really good bookended minute with the lines there. It's just it paint that itself just paints an image. Those two those two lines, even without anything between them, mm-hmm. just sets the whole scene. Yeah. I do question Pippin's uh grasp of geography a bit. Or not not necessarily his grasp of geography, but Didn't just we agree that he's never seen a map in his life. Yeah, but he's he's just he's just <laughs> looking, he's like Mordor. So it's like, yep. There it lies. It sure does. It, it, young one. That sure is Mordor, Pip. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you've you've figured this one out. Didn't need me to tell you. Good good job. Yeah, this is uh this is just another full minute of Ian McKellen talking beautifully. Mm-hmm. Uh not as poetic as last time. Nope. But uh there is there's some of that Elrond men are weak venom in Gandalf's lines today. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Given over to lesser, lesser men. Just, but uh, at the same time... But that is a jab directly at Denethor. Yeah, that's that's specifically at Denethor. That's what I was about to say. I, th- I think that's directly at Denethor. Yeah. Oh, something we didn't talk about yesterday, uh, at the beginning of the, the minute uh, from yesterday, he says, uh, he talks about the city will fall to ruin at the, the whim of a madman. Yeah. Just, did, did he really give you the impression that he was crazy yet, Gandalf? Because I don't think he really did. Um... I don't think he really has shown himself to be a madman quite yet. I think that... I think that's just Gandalf being insulting because Gandalf, he says it and then he looks over his shoulder back at Denethor like, yeah, you heard me. Gandalf is... Gandalf's, Gandalf is um, biased because like he he's like, uh, well, my counsel is right and anyone who doesn't listen to me is crazy. To be fair, his counsel is right and right. anyone who doesn't listen to him is crazy. But, right, but you made like you made like the okay boomer joke at the beginning of the week yeah, with Denethor. Yeah. But like that is a very uh, okay boomer mentality to the, be like everyone who doesn't agree with well, me is okay, just wrong. But like he is literally I mean, granted, he is right. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He is literally like the guide. Yeah. Um that's like his archetype now. Yeah. He died. He's not the mentor anymore. But like I think that to him not doing anything about Mordor mm. is madness. Right, because there's no army here. There's exactly. no standing army ready there's to fight. No, there's no defense to the city. So it's either hubris, which yes, it is, um, or madness, which yes, it is. Check. 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 Yeah. Check. check. Just double check. Grief. I think, yeah, no, I think that, um, I think that's where Gandalf's coming from. Like, he's, he's not, like, he's not off his rocker. But the idea, yeah. the idea of of just sitting here, and and letting Mordor walk all over you and and win and take over Middle Earth, is yeah. madness. Yeah, 
definitely. But I, it's just it's the way that he it's the way that it's said, and then the way that Ian McKellen looks over his shoulder like he. I hope you heard me. Just, you heard me. I called you a madman. What? What you gonna do about it? Just nothing. The guards. <laughs> they are decidedly chill with Gandalf. Yeah. And just like I'm just gonna let this guy do whatever he wants. Dude, the Rohan guards were like are so literally ride or die for their king. <laughs> They're better guards. <laughs> Yeah. They're actually guarding. Like, how dare you? Like, these guys? Given the given the storm coming out of Mordor, it is amazing that they even let Gandalf through the front gate exactly. of the city. Exactly. Exactly. Like, did Gandalf turn a couple guys into toads? Like, how do you get through the front gate? Well, I gate? mean, there were, like, a couple soldiers, like, trying to keep up with following on him. his, like, ascent through the city. So, did they just give up? I like to imagine that they have, they, when they... When Gandalf got off Shadowfax and they, they corralled him into the stable, there's just, like, five guys watching Shadowfax. <laughs> and the horse is just like, try me. Nay. Some, somebody touch me. Nay. Do it. Nay. You, you feeling lucky? <laughs> Are you? He's a talking horse. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> I want to steal. <laughs> or in Shadowfax's case, I want to kill. Oh, my God. Dude, spoilers. I don't think Shadowfax wants to murder. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's a wild stallion. He will not be tamed. He's the lord of all horses. <laughs> he didn't get that title by being idle. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a horse of action. You know, like, you know, action to, man. To fight the previous what lord of horses to the death. What is that from? Oh, action man. Action. Oh, that's Kablam. Yes. <laughs> that's, right? That's what I thought. It just appeared from, like, the... <laughs> it's like, what, Thunder Girl? The Flesh? <laughs> and Stink Melt Man with the power to, to melt. melt. <laughs> and Stinky Diver. Action Man. Um, shadow Facts. <laughs> uh, I, think, I, I think Action Man is one of those. I don't remember if there's, I, if there's an Action Man or not. I don't remember. <laughs> it's from my childhood somewhere. Actually, wait, isn't Action isn't Action Man Jimmy Olsen's superhero name when he has superpowers for a little while? What, for real? Is that? It might be. I don't know. My brain is just like, you know this, where is this? <laughs> Dig it out. Anyway. So they're standing in this courtyard, but with the gravel, it makes it look like a parking lot or something. <laughs> it might have been. Uh but you can see like was. you can see the guards and the, the greenery in the background, but it yeah. just looks like um, I know that you've never been anywhere with, like, an actual desert before, mm. but, like, in Arizona and, like, Nevada and, like, um, Utah, they don't, like, keep lawns. Most people don't keep lawns because desert, yeah. so they just fill it in with gravel. Yeah. And that's what this looks like to me. Mm. You know, there is also just this one big rock that they decided not to flatten out with the rest of this, this like, yeah, ridge. Yeah, and it looks like a trash bag in the background. Yeah, a little bit. Adding to, like, the abandoned parking lot aesthetic of this. <laughs> of of what will be Denethor's platform of death. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that sticks out to me, that just, there's just this one big rock. Doesn't it look like a pile of trash? Yeah, it looks, it does. It looks like a big lumpy trash bag. <laughs> just, uh, the... What's its name? Uh, Garbodor. It's just, just, it's a wild Garbodor, just chilling back there. That Southwest suburban Gothic feel, though. Like, 
yeah, just they're they're talking and you just there's just a bag of trash back there. It's just someone left it on the set and Peter Jackson's just like, uh, it's definitely it looks not. like a rock. It's definitely not because it it's a rock, <laughs> but it just in the background because the camera's not focused on it. It's focusing on our protagonists and their beautiful faces. Yeah, but like it looks like a pile of garbage, <laughs> mm. which I find hilarious. I actually I really like the view from the end of this this courtyard area looking at the big cloud with the with the fire i like the how it feels like they're in a castle for just the moment yeah. where all you can you can't see any of the greenery or anything yeah when it's looking at it it feels like they're in a castle i think that's a really cool little little frame and the front of the great hall looks even more like a church when it's turned around and you're looking at the front of it mm-hmm. from a distance i love this 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 that uh that is no weather of the earth yeah Weather of the world. Right? Weather of the world. Yeah, yeah. There's no weather of the world. This is not the weather of the world. <laughs> Climate change. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Sauron is making it happen. Like he, it's like a volcanic ash and like evil smoke and and yeah, it's Sauron causing it to happen. Yeah, that's scary. Myar made climate change. I mean, we saw Saruman do the same thing with the mountain. Yeah, he was able to call out to the mountain to cause a storm. Yeah. This is so. So, in my my estimation, this is not uh, Sauron uh, calling out to and speaking to the power of the mountains of Mordor as Saruman was with, with Karadras. This is Sauron forcing the mountains to do what he wants. Yeah, it's not like what we saw with Saruman. I think that that's uh, that's. Not, uh, that's certainly not stated, but it is the, the feeling I get from the way that Gandalf, uh, describes this compared to when they're talking about the, the storm and fellowship, it, it's as if the mountain itself is against us. They're still talking about it in terms of its nature turned against them. Yeah. Whereas Gandalf names this decidedly unnatural. So these two things feel very different. Mm. Well, I mean, that's what, um. That's what Saruman wanted to do, was to bend things to his will. Like, that's why he destroyed Isengard the way he did. Right. Because he wants it to be like what Sauron's done to Mordor. Yeah. But when he's when he's causing the storm... Yeah, yeah. The, it's talked about in natural right, terms. Right, right, right. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I'm saying, like, he's emulating Right, Sauron. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't have the... He doesn't have the, the power that Sauron does. The... The ability to dominate, which is what Sauron's power as yeah, a Maiar is. True. Like Saruman is is a Maiar, but as one of the Astari, his power is purposefully diminished in Middle Earth. There, he doesn't have access to the same sorts of things he might have uh, on his, in his full might. Whereas Sauron is not a chained Maiar; he is an un, an unbowed spirit. Mm. He has access to the the full power that. Eru granted him at the time of his creation. So he's just make. Do you think he makes the volcano erupt when he's feeling like peakish? Like, yeah, I think so. Just... He like woke up. I'm in a bad mood. Slam. The volcano erupts. <laughs> Where's my morning coffee? Smashes the table. Mount Doom. Just. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. That's funny. But no, I th- this is. I think that this is. I think this is a good contrast to the the fellowship climbing the the pass in the Misty Mountains because this. Is not this is talked about in an unnatural way compared to the natural way that's described. Yeah. And this is Gandalf is watching this after having gone through what Saruman did. So I just think it's cool to kind of underscore that. It, yeah. it came to me and it's just like, oh, 
want to I want to get this out there. Well, yeah, and he and he talks about it in those sorts of terms because it's not like like he, expl- he explicitly says so he covers the face of the sun. Yeah, it's it's not it's done with a purpose. It's not like it's not like it's it's wholly unnatural. Yeah, just uh, it's evil. Yeah, the orcs of Mordor have no love of daylight. Yeah, we knew that though. Yeah. The Urukai can travel in daylight just fine. Right, that's their whole thing. But the uh, the orcs don't like daylight, and we're gonna we're gonna meet a guy who really doesn't like the daylight soon. Is that what his deal is? Uh, th- so they talk about it in the commentary with the design of the orcs in the third movie, making them look. I think we talked about this in the yeah, our review I of the theatrical. We're talking about this. That they they made them look more like mutated and monstrous because the orcs down here are the ones that have been fighting out in the sun the most because they leave Mordor to go raid the edges of Gondor. Mm. So they've been out in the sun a lot and the sun hurts them. It so damages it's them. So them cancer? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Because they're they're not supposed to be in the sun. The radiation of the sun hurts them. That's fair. The sun is a deadly laser. Right, yeah. <laughs> Can we go outside yet? No. The sun is a deadly laser. I, I don't have as much to talk about this minute no, as no, the rest no, of the yeah. week. Uh, relatively light Friday, I guess. There's just there's just some more lines Thank here. Thank God. No, <laughs> I know it's like all this thirty minute episodes week. all week. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of rare for us, I think, except when we have guests. Usually, when we have guests, we have the tendency to go a little longer. I think. I don't know. I mean, we talked voice. about like that fate one in in, in season one for. Like, Is that still our longest episode? No, 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 no. no. Our longest episode was talking about Aowen because mm. that's over an hour. Yeah. Okay. Like the just. Talking about Aowen's character, just you and me. No, um, that was with Zoe. With Zoe during the 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 scene where the Gant, sword, yeah, fight, yeah, when Aragorn yeah. catches. No, the but sword we talked about like fate for like forty five minutes, minutes yeah. by ourselves. So like whatever. Yeah. We, I mean, like I said, like we have been waiting for Denethor. Yeah, it's, and here he is. Yep, our boy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see my little boy. <laughs> here he comes. Here he comes. <laughs> Denethor, uh, Denethor does not want to see his little boy. Oh. He wants to see his bigger boy. Oh, no. And he can't anymore. How dare you. Dude, we haven't even talked, like, Faramir's not even in the movie yet. Just Sir not appearing in this film. Uh, he will be. <laughs> he will eventually. It's soon. It's, like, half an hour from now. Dude, we're 50 minutes into the movie. <laughs> so soon is a relative term. Yeah. In a four-hour movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, soon, soon's very relative. Man. We're almost a quarter of the way done. Yeah? Go us. Ooh. We're gonna hit episode five hundred soon. Yeah, before before the two hour before the hour and a before half mark Faramir of the movie shows up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like right before. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, five hundred episodes. <laughs> right. And then how does this event? It will begin. Oh God. <laughs> it, it, yep. This. So. Yeah. This. This scene is the end of, uh, like the first act of Gondor. Yeah. And it just, and it will begin. Like, we're just signposting. Exposition Gandalf. He's letting you know what's going on. Yeah, but it's, it's, I'm fine with this. He's this even looking Gandalf. at, he's even looking at, like, a bright light in the distance under a dark cloud. It's yeah, like the yeah, same yeah. thing. Yep. It's just, if Mordor is in the background, Gandalf is about to tell you the plot. <laughs> that's just a thing that's going to happen. Apparently. That's funny. See the light of the volcano out there in the distance? There's an old man in white nearby. You're about, Shit's about to get real. You're about to hear some history that maybe you didn't want to hear right now. Dude, but no, like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. 
I like unless you wake up in the middle of the night camping and I have your said, name is Aragorn. I've said it before. I will say it again many times before we are done with this movie. I love how dramatic this is. Yeah, like right. We talked about this just a little while ago. I think the the difference between this movie and the first two is that this one is very dramatic with like a capital D, yeah. but not like melodramatic. Oh no, it is in places. It it I okay. Excuse me, Arwen like stripping off her cape as she storms up the stairs is pure melodrama and i am for it see i feel like this movie i am into it see i feel like the movie for the most part walks right up to the line but doesn't step over it oh my god it's amazing it gets so close i love it because i there's a really there's a really tight association for me between like melodrama and camp yeah and i don't think this movie doesn't this movie doesn't quite get there for me this i wouldn't uh, I mean, parts of this movie are campy, but parts of all these movies are campy. That's just Peter Jackson's sensibilities. Exactly. He's gonna, <laughs> like... Toss me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's campy. For, for real. So, I think, I don't know, I just love how, like, overly dramatic, like, overblown and, like, larger than life that, like, everybody is. It's the best. See, uh, it doesn't, I don't think it feels all that overblown because the the movie around them feels like it takes it so seriously and that's really important i think between feeling like drama and feeling like melodrama is that the tone overall the way people are acting matches the overall tone of the movie around them yeah because i think it's it's when it doesn't that it really becomes melodrama it's um especially heightened in comparison to two towers which is well yeah that's like a gritty realistically bound movie yeah so we've gone from that into this. this and i love the contrast from that to this. See, I would say that there's kind of more melodrama in Fellowship. I think Fellowship is just straight action adventure. It is an action adventure movie, but that makes like the really dramatic stuff feel so much more uh, like melodramatic than dramatic in some places. I don't think that... Okay. Gandalf's death is like genuinely awful. Yes. Not in a melodramatic that's, way. That's Warrior true. Warrior dying is genuinely awful. And mm. Not in a melodramatic way. I mean, yeah. I so I will say, now that we're talking about death, that the one oh, the boy. one thing in this movie that does is very melodramatic, in my opinion, is how Denethor dies. Yes, but I mean, that's melodramatic. All we, oh, man, I cannot the, wait. The football field length sprint to Dude, his death. I'm, I'm so excited. Just. We're missing, like, 40 seconds of footage of him running. Whatever. It's fine. Because, like, look at his introduction. You yourself said that he's, like, larger than life. Yeah, but he doesn't... Denethor doesn't feel out of place. I think it builds appropriately. Yeah, I think it does. I Because he goes from, like... It does. All the camp in this movie is around the orcs in this one. Oh, yeah. He goes from, like, um... And the Oliphants. Uh, uh, he goes from, like, a, um... Like a crockpot... Anger to the, the the pasta boiling, boiling over. It's yeah. just, then you burnt your spaghetti. It's just terrible, dude. Shakespearean madness is inherently melodramatic. Yeah, I don't know. It, I just you cannot tell me that King Lear standing naked in the middle of a thunderstorm, yelling at the gods, is not melodramatic. I mean, it is. Like it hundred percent is. Come on, man. It's the root of this portrayal of like a mad king 
I think, is inherently melodramatic, so it makes sense for his end to be so bananas. It just, I know, and it, it, it gets there in such a, it feels, it feels like such a natural progression to exactly. when you get there. Yeah, it no, just, it's like, it just, oh, that makes total sense. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> just, oh, he's really going for it, isn't he? <laughs> just, sure is. Yeah. Like, uh, the well, single. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do I feel like for the most part the this movie does a really good job of towing the line and not really like going over it. You can't tell me Lady Macbeth trying to wash the blood off of her hands is not melodramatic. Just unclean. Unclean. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh man. Do you even Shakespeare? I, you know, every time I think of Lady Macbeth, I think about um uh Faith and Buffy. Every time I think about Lady Macbeth. Ooh, yeah. Uh we talked about that in the Buffy class I had. That that episode after Faith kills oh, that guy. Oh, so, yeah. Spoilers for a twenty year old. Spoilers for like a twenty year old episode of TV. Uh, I guess. Just uh, watch yeah. Buffy. Yeah, uh. it's good. Uh, but yeah, we we talked about that in my my that Buffy class yeah. about like Lady Macbeth parallels with Faith. Uh, That's legit. Yeah. Nice. No, the teacher for that class is awesome. Interesting. Uh, she's like, she's an English professor who just also writes academically yeah, reviewed Buffy articles. Yeah, didn't she, like, get her, get her doctorate in, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something? <laughs> yeah, she's she's got, like, some kind of... Con- she's got, like, concentration in, like, media, media studies, studies or something. Media studies, yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Yeah. But, like, wrote a dissertation on Buffy or something, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, my God, what a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's it for this... For, for today, for the week. Mm-hmm. For... It's not the it's not the, the, the end of Gondor. It is only the beginning. Yeah. Uh, we have a doozy of a first lay on Monday. I hope that you um, all survived your Black Friday shopping experience. Oh, yes. <laughs> please. Please be safe today. <laughs> Those of you who got up early enough to go Black Friday shopping may have listened to this on your way to go do so. There you go. And to you, I say, please be safe today. Right. To you, I say, why are you awake? <laughs> go back to bed. Right. This These episodes go up at, at three o'clock in the morning Pacific <laughs> time. So No. Eastern time. Yeah. So midnight Pacific time. Yeah, exactly. That's so, why. Yeah. Ooh. My brain was just like, <laughs> what's time? Wrong way. <laughs> what is time? Uh, I don't know, but we know what a minute is. That's we, for yeah, sure. <laughs> do we? I don't know if I do anymore. <laughs> so a minute feels like an hour now. Oh. Maybe that's good in the long term. But we're from the website, duelinggenre.com. We say that every Friday. You know it. We say it every day. We say it every day. You know it. We know it. We got to do it. It's where we're from. There's lots of other stuff going on on there. If you want to listen to more Movies by Minutes podcasts that aren't the Dueling Genre family, go to MoviesByMinutes.com because there's like 140 of those now. It's Star Wars season, baby. Oh, one month. We're a month away. I think they're covering The Mandalorian, which just tickles me pink. Yeah. I love those guys. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're we're a month away from Star Wars, so... It is, it is that time. Mm-hmm. They plan the release of The Mandalorian well. We're going to keep building that hype train with this series right and that movie. Until, yep. Boom. Done. Hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Bye.
genre。